Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a Sankarshan Joshi trip podcast. This is your host Sankarshan Joshi. On this trip, we have a really, really cool guest. He has accomplished so much in the field of business and entrepreneurship. He is Limon Ravi. He is a managing director of Golden Era Royal Group. It is a parent company which has eight different companies under it. Uh, this company has. a csr venture called uthan uthan works for the upliftment of skilled artisan community in india it 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 provides a platform for artisans indian artisans to sell their products they also do a lot of works in creating awareness and uplifting this community so this podcast is the journey of how he started this and i also received a lot of free entrepreneurial advice so make sure to check it out till the end hope you guys have fun a sankarshan joshi trip so uh mr limon thank you so much for making time and doing this like because you you are in your office right now but you still like made time thank you so much <laughs> it's my pleasure yeah <laughs> it's my pleasure yeah i uh, like when i heard about you one day when i heard about like you know, the your venture about like what have like what you do i was like super fascinated and i actually thought of bringing you on initially uh, when i started doing uh, the podcast but like i thought let the couple of episodes slide because i thought i had to get better at what i'm doing to have like a proper conversation with you because i wanted to bring okay. a lot more from uh, uh, i wanted to be in a place where i could bring a lot more from your end to the table so yeah okay, okay, thank okay. you fine, once fine. again <laughs> no problem it's my pleasure tell me yeah. so uh, so in every uh, episode like i make the introduction of the guest so i was doing like okay. your research like i was looking at your profile there is so much uh, that you have accomplished <laughs> and i i actually yeah. gave up i said i cannot remember all of this <laughs> so i will let okay. you uh, make the introduction or can you introduce yourself to the people like who don't know who you are like your background and like what do you do um, so actually my name is uh, limon ravi uh, i have yeah actually my background is i'm engineering background actually i have done my mechanical engineering i have passed out in 2003 so now this golden era i have started in 2010 so this is a group of companies so from 2010 we started with a company called golden era property which is a real estate segment where we are like we develop layouts and apartments and sell it to the public 2013 we started diversifying the business we have got into uh software um, segment and consumer segment then 2016 17 we got into solar manufacturing and installation the company name is solar lumia so currently we are a group with almost seven companies under the belt and uh, we are doing a csr activity called uthan uthan is basically an activity where we are upgrading the artisans of uh, indian artisans actually if you ask me the artisans are the third largest community in india but they are underprivileged so we are trying we, this is a naive attempt where we are trying to bring them to a platform and we are trying to give the value of the product directly to them without a middleman and uh, uh, currently we are around 40000 plus artisans in the platform and apart from uh, entrepreneurship i i used to do uh, writing blogging 
uh, and traveling so i have a blog page as well and yes, i used to yes. write for uh, yeah so i used to write for a couple of uh, newspapers also in editorial it was the past and i used to work along with startups uh, uh, various startups to upgrade them to next level with the help of government bodies that was in 2014 15 uh, so uthan is a e-commerce platform where you uh, provide an opportunity for indian artisans to to sell at a higher marketplace right uh this is partially correct uthan is not only a e-commerce platform because see e-commerce is one of the part of uthan because through uthan actually we want to empower the artisans so empowerment won't come only by selling their products we have to empower them uh, by way of fighting for their rights uh, by way of improving their living standards then by way of giving them technological literacy there are so many um, things and plus we have to create some syllabus where uh, the younger generation will take up this job because many of the the main threat in artisan communities the younger generation is uh, not at all taking up this job because there is no job respect there is no money uh, you can say that now a bamboo maker actually bamboo products are the highest sold in the market but a bamboo maker will never uh, his son or his family will never get the benefit so he is forced to go for engineering diploma all these type of courses whereas bamboo segment itself can get you good amount of income which they don't know so e-commerce is one part of uthan where we sell their products and give them product, uh, give them the uh, benefits but there are other part of uthan do it so so basically oh yeah like while i was like going through your website like i was seeing like a different aspect like one there is an awareness part where you guys uh, Uh, try to create the awareness to the problem if a lot of people aren't aware of it and then there is a different part like you uh, like you just mentioned about like uh, uh, properly like counseling and then uh, helping creating awareness of the opportunity that lies uh, before them so exactly. uh, when was the when did you decide to start this like from the inception like what was uh, like what's the story uh, see actually uthan was never planned it was uh, it happened accidentally because in 2010 when actually a couple of uh, friends we want to go and buy something for uh, home like a home decor item so my one of my friend has told you can visit um, an artisan village where you will get at a very you know lesser price so we went to that village and the, the condition was so pathetic because i was thinking like the products are going to cost me more but the condition was like people are ready to give me um, products in exchange of food that was a condition they are saying you forget about cash you give some food we are ready to give you products so i really thought then i went and cross checked uh, all the uh, you know we have done the static uh, statistical what and all checks we have done we found out that the uh, handicraft products has a huge demand but still these people are how an artisan will come and why he will come and ask me like give me food i am ready to give products so from this thought uh, the uthan has formed in 2010 actually it has i started working for this in 2012 we have formed a project so initially the project was started as a csr activity i thought i will help some two three communities of artisans but once we got into deeper to this we understood that there are more than 150 plus categories in india recognized by government apart from which is not recognized and there are almost 75 lakh artisans in india which is uh, certified by government saying that they are artisans apart from non certified artisans 
So I understood it's a huge industry where the people are exploited uh, through middlemen and even the end user, that customers like us are getting at a very higher price. Um, because the middleman prices, all these things are added up. So if you cut the middleman cost and other uh, factors, you will get the product at uh, um, 30 to 40% of the actual price. So then we started going, it took one to two years to create awareness to the artisans because first of all, they are not equipped for all this. They don't know how to sell their products. They don't even know the value of their products. So we slowly started in Kerala actually, the initiative I started in Kerala. So almost um, once we have finished with two, three parts of Kerala, then slowly it has come to uh, Karnataka. Then we started in Odisha, then Tripura, West Bengal. So like that, almost now 40,000 artisans we have enrolled. In that 40,000 artisans, uh, five to 10,000 artisans only are the artisans who can give you products. Remaining artisans can give only service because they are not in a position to purchase raw materials. So to help them in 2020, we started a campaign called Kasba. That is called Karigar Apnao Sanskriti Bachao. Through this initiative, we are giving them raw materials, tools, um, uh, through our NGO. That is, the, uh, we formed a charitable trust called Uthan Charitable Trust. So through the NGO, we have directly giving money to the artisans. Uh, unfortunately or sadly, I don't know. So there is a handicraft uh, board in India. Uh, but they are failed to give the water is required for artisan directly to them. So this is a, uh, this is an overview about uh, uh, Uthan, but the problems are so much deep rooted. What do you think the problems are? Uh, like, it is very evident when you say that like farmers don't want their kids to be farmers anymore. Uh, similarly, like artisans, they don't want their kids to go through what they're going through, like financially and economically. So it makes sense. So uh, like when you guys did your research, so when you went and talked to all of them, what do you think the deep-rooted problems were? See, one thing is uh, not correct. So farmer's son don't want to be a farmer. See, doctor's son want to be a doctor, right? Because there is a job respect for the job. Yes. So farmer, the time they get a job respect, they get correct money. Why they? Why can't? They will definitely become want to become farmer. So this is not about the profession anymore. This is about the way it has been treated. And if you see farming, farming is one more, one more industry where, uh, okay, I'll little bit deviate from this topic so that people will understand. See, there is something called uh, special economic zone, says, but there is nothing called special agricultural zone. So it's only a thought process. Special agricultural zone is suggested by many of the uh, eminent people, but I don't know, uh, our government or administrators couldn't fail to achieve this. Um, what we have to do, the cities are basically on places where uh, fertile soil is there. Why the cities has to be set up in a place where fertile soil is there? It has to be outside. Cities can be considered in a desert also. I can sit in AC, you can sit in an AC. We can use transport, road is there. But so they have to zone the agricultural land. So if they zone the agricultural land properly, the farming will won't go anywhere. But administrators have failed this. They are saying this is a huge humongous task, but they have time to put optic fibers from uh, here to Kashmir. Uh, so optic fibers are there, but there is no... Similarly, the artisans, the problem with artisan community, first thing, they won't get value of the product. This is not uh, calculated by government. Assume that I, if I make a table, you will pay a carpenter for uh, labor and the showroom person will get for the design. Whereas that has to go to the carpenter. 
not to the showroom person so there is no classification saying that this much amount has to be given to this product there is nothing like that this is a major problem and artisans are treated merely as labors why they have to do then handicraft work they can go into daily wages which will be more easier than this and they will get more this is a first issue second issue where will they store the products there is no storage once we make up where will they will store in their house their house is uh, it's a dilapidated uh, environment house where uh, rainwater goes inside we have a artisan cluster in odisha after this uh, cyclone s uh, they have literally lost the house because uh, the sea has taken their houses so along with their raw materials and the products and government has given them 300 rupees as a compensation okay so this is the ground reality wow. so instead of that yeah and you have to understand that we have a handicraft board actually in india and to look after the artisans i don't know what they are doing so this is a basic issue one is storage one is the price of the product third thing now what is happening many of the bigger companies corporate companies i don't want to name here they go to the artisan villages they give them raw materials they make the products they pay them only labor and they sell and get the profit at a very so high margin which a very high margin yeah most of the products we have gone to odisha there is uh, sabai grass sabai grass products which is sold outside is at least 3 to 4 times more than the value which the artisan is selling so through uthanikom platform we want to accomplish that customers also get at a lesser price and middle class is afraid to purchase uh, handicraft items because uh, assume that if uh, if a middle class family somebody is selling let's purchase some handicraft item they will that will be their least priority because it is costly there is already there is a taboo in their mind that is costly so yes, yes. plus it has to be broken it's actually not a lie by people so this has to be broken then this uh, three issues will be sorted out next is technological illiteracy they don't know how to use mobile so our volunteers and coordinators are trying their level best to show see our platform very simple uh, platform we are given to them so that they can register uh, it's free of cost then they we will teach them how to upload the products as of now many of our volunteers and employees are uploading on their behalf and you can see in our website many of the products don't have high hd quality because artisans are taking the products uh, photos in the normal mobile phones i want to keep in like that itself because even though the product may not be having much clarity the quality is good so yeah. um, because uh, an hd clarity photos may not come in the same way which uh, uh, which is displayed in other places so these are all things has to be addressed we are parallelly uh, through many of the private fun, uh, funding people and many of the good people good friends they are all pulling in money and we are trying to do this till now we are not taken uh, any big uh, help or grant or anything from government and we don't want also no because once artisan community it's a self sustainable community they will only grow they will only sell they will only develop this will come over a period of time this is what we want to achieve through that yeah and uh, i actually respect like what you're doing because i've been to since like i studied uh, bachelor's in design like i i finished my bachelor's in design for field trips we used to go to artisan places we used to actually see uh, artists making wooden sculptures and then stone sculptures so uh, surprisingly the same products could be sold to foreign markets at a very higher price 
but i have witnessed myself that the economic condition that they are in it could be much more better than what they are in right now so like you not taking any commission and then uh, you are putting back all the profits back into the business so that is actually like very uh, commendable thing that you're doing uh, yeah but there is the actually we wa- we are not adding any commission because most of the e-commerce platforms start 60 to 70% to the actual cost which we are not doing but what we need is support from more and more people because 40000 artisans is a huge number so we have we want to create an awareness on people to buy more products from us because the money goes directly to the artisan so uh, we want to create that awareness and branding um, through youngsters like you otherwise uh, any any medium which can reach people and tell that there is an initiative like this yes so that people will buy and uh, artisan will get benefited and people also will get benefited because the prices are uh, less so yes so we I are know. trying to achieve that yeah and also our generation right we all we just don't buy a product we want a story like we want to see the process so if a company is exploiting their workers then there is so much happening in social media that might end up even like like youth like boycotting the product so like when you when you sell the products like this uh, directly from artisans and there is a story that comes with it then people are not just buying the product they are buying the story and they also want the satisfaction that they have helped another artisan uh, have a better living like not to a corporate where they'll go get a private uh, uh, airplane mm-hmm. or chill in a hawaii <laughs> beach yeah. yeah no actually see uh, thing is like uh, you rightly said boycotting products see um, thing is like in our fb and insta handle you can go and check we are we used to do regular fb lives and uh, insta um, videos of artisans who actually tell about their problems and their products will be displayed so we already have so many stories and uh, many of the newspapers also have published about artisan issues but the core thing is uh, more more people buy their products from us uh we will have more power to you know empower more artisans because 75 lakhs is a huge number we are feeding 40000 only so in that 75 lakhs 10 to 15 lakhs has a capacity to create products remaining are jobless so there are so many venues we can help yeah and we have starting a uh, one more committee called uthan youth council to uthan youth council students can be a part of the project already some students are already done some projects in india and abroad also about uthan but uh, students can be a part of the projects and directly enroll artisan to us and you can monitor like how your artisans are earning so as a student being being a student because when i was in my college days i also used to take up some sir moral responsibility to take up something um, uh, social um, social value which is of social value and we used to do all this stuff so we are starting that also as a part of this uh, uthan yeah and also like you said right when it comes to art when it comes to artisans it's a legacy it's not just mm. a single art form okay. this is can you imagine like a group of people doing the same form of art like 
how 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 rich the legacy has to be that like different people are doing the same form of art so when you see the product they all look like very cohesive so if we stop encouraging or when if we stop buying uh, these type of arts it's like we are stopping the cultural progression we are stopping their legacy from going forward exactly actually the, uh, as you rightly said this is actually a part of indian culture because many of the paintings assume that madhubani uh, patachitra painting these all show uh, the you know actually the old india the ancient india like they show the stories in their arts and there is a uh, there is an art in karnataka called uh, surpur painting nobody knows even i was not knowing the uh, person came and showed me like how we make the painting where uh, the goddess god uh, actually the stories are being told in that uh, but in when it comes to karnataka people know only about the dolls chenpatna dolls maharashtra if somebody goes they know only about the handloom artisans but there are so many arts which are forgotten and almost dead so these arts can be revived only with artisans and uh, through this uthan education council we have a committee called uthan education council we are actually videographing all this craft making and we are trying to put it in a piece of paper like a syllabus so that people can follow that younger generation can do this and our ancient methodological tools ancient methods and tools were far more superior than the machines which the people are not now not much aware because they don't know how to use it so the younger generation is basically going for machine made products so but the ancient tools and methods were more uh, they were more pragmatic compared to uh, whatever we were doing so this is obviously is a part of our culture and it has to be revived true 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 and uh, this reminds me of uh, a farmer when he can step into the soil he by the texture of it by looking at the climate he there is a connection and he can forecast what's going to happen or like he can he can tell what uh, what output he can expect from the soil similarly when it comes to artists right let's say uh, like sculpting or painting they used to use like natural paint sources like they didn't have any chemicals right so there was a very exactly. holistic experience where uh, they they would bring in like they they would source paints like they would know which uh, natural uh, thing would would produce this color it's like the entire process is very holistic like right now i just go to a shop and then i ask for red paint and then i get that paint and i and i paint it but before this industrial revolution before all the chemicals or before all the manufacturing came into picture there is a process of acquiring that red paint like in that mm. process there is so much of artistic evolution that happens like there is a connection to it uh, that is very much true yeah see because uh, as you rightly said there is something called mural paintings mural paintings are made of uh, natural colors there is no artificial colors in this um, but yeah one thing now what we have to uh, do so that we can revive these people is like uh, assume that if a design student he created design based on the modern contemporary designs which artisans are don't have access now artisans are still in the olden times which has to be changed as per the modern terms otherwise they can't survive yeah the raw materials can be the same but the designs has to be different assume that now in a home decor item if i make a make a stool the design has to be as per the new uh, new thinking 
which can be helped by people like you who are from the design background they can basically come and uh, help the artisans stay with them and you know these type of things are required that your push is required from the younger generation of people and uh, creation of uh, natural things natural uh, see many of the assume that if a farmer farmer is doing uh, when he is uh, trilling or uh, plowing his field he is using artisan product actually so all these products are very close to the nature if you ask farming can't be run without an artisan product again so and one more thing this uh, in india there are divisions for uh, each community so that they can upgrade because assume that if you belongs to a particular community your upgradation will be fast one uh, other community upgradation will be low so there will be always that imbalance is there in our socio economic setup but uh, with artisans the problem uh, the main thing is like uh, artisans don't have a religion or community most of the religion has artisans if you ask me jesus christ was a carpenter uh, then many of the uh, vishwakarma uh, like god uh, god was uh, creator of you know brahma was actually a, again an artisan so every religion has an artisan and they don't have a separate community that also has pushed to their destruction actually if you ask me because they are not classified so that's the reason this community is you know deteriorating very fast compared to others yes and also uh, art is not just a decorative piece like like going back to the point that we made earlier about like telling stories if you go to an indian temple if you just walk around the temple there is so much sculptures and the each sculpture doesn't tell a different story you'll have to zoom out a little bit you have to see all the sculptures you have to see the series you have to see the progression of the sculptures and then there is a absolute story that is being conveyed so uh, like each culture i think like even like in french uh, culture like a lot of them there is a lot of stories that have been conveyed through paintings so if we if we uh, stop this progression i think that would also affect the spiritual evolution of us like we need to know like we like that was their way of documenting what was happening so exactly yeah. see there is something you are talking about there is something called temple architecture okay temple architecture is totally different yes yes temple yes. architecture is done only by a specific set of artisans so when we really done research uh, uh, now their numbers you can count in fingers now it has come down to that level because even though the temple constructions or uh, things which has happening now is as per the modern way of uh, doing things and the real artisans who actually used to make this temple architecture uh, they couldn't able to document all this whatever you are seeing in the temple is only the only the proof you know that okay they made assume that if you go to hampi there are so many um, structures where you say okay it's wonderful the artisan has made but the nowhere it is documented how you have done this so that is the thing we have to cut down and we have to bring these artisans to forefront and uh, revive our culture that should be the way it should be done mm. yes and uh, so when you spoke to artisans right like uh, like you guys had to go back to them like you guys work closely with them right so how do you think their experience has been after working with you guys the people see the first level of uh, talking meeting to artisan is to understand their issues first because most of the artisans the issues are similar like no place to keep things no money 
there is some there uh, the person who is old uh, the old uh, who are is a uh, elder person in the family is ailing with some disease otherwise uh, they don't want to do at all so then we have to uh, create an awareness saying that okay see your product has a value whatever you are sitting on with is not uh, this is not peanuts this is a huge value for your products first you have to create that awareness to them then uh, we enroll them uh, then slowly give some support to them then get some products see major problem we are facing is with the uh, making them understand how to take the photo and after the order is placed how to pack the products so once that portion that three four things are process is done then they are in the loop many of the artisans are there who are happy stories uh, who are sharing with us i am not saying that i have done a huge change in their life yeah but we could able to create 10 to 20% change in their life by at least they are able to uh, support their family on a monthly basis i am not saying that they have created a bank balance in swiss bank or something but <laughs> yeah now earlier uh, as per earlier there was no money in their account now at least okay they are saying okay this month i can survive you created is, hope uh, basically like you gave them a exactly. hope that there is a there is a way that you could still do what you love and not exactly. worry about a meal on the plate exactly so that uh, awareness we could able to create to them and as i told you there are so many challenges for us because uh, we can't spend huge money on marketing and market the products uh because uh, the time i have had the celebrities or any type of marketing see there are so many celebrities who has endorsed uthan without taking a any payment i should be very thankful to them many people not only celebrities many of the people have when they uh, heard about the uh, uh, project they have uh, just came and they told about the project they try to create their awareness that is there but we can't afford to create huge amount of uh, corpus and spend on uthan because then this will add on to the product cost um so whatever is possible which we are doing as of now whatever you are seeing and there was a time we have done uthan whenever we have a, a free time but now it has become a full time work for us and uh, total after seeing all their problems and after the number of families has added up uh, our maximum manpower is uh, actually entitled to do all the uthan works now uh, more than my company activities now and during this covid <laughs> uh many of the artisans who are doing labor work in uh, in the other states they have come back to their hometown now they have to do art work there is no other way so in that way also many people have joined uthan hmm. and there are dc handicrafts yeah I, i told that handicraft department has no supported artisan they never supported any artisan because in state like uh, but in states like odisha tripura up bihar and all those uh, and even bangalore karnataka bangalore and uh, bangalore uh, rural these dcs has given us the database they have told us to just uh, you know upgrade the artisans so that we can do something for them in a combined way so there are help from uh, bodies which which are is possible they have given us so that we can reach maximum artisans hmm. so even government putting in efforts when they see that there is a culture that is uh, that is endangered or if it is you know like close to like uh extinct like if it is close to that then they're going to take action right like unless uh <laughs> <this> <laughs> see and uh, if it comes to administrative bodies they are very lethargic actually and uh, there are so many organizations who are working for the upliftment of artisans i don't know really actually what they are doing 
what they are doing is they are bringing some 10 to 15 artisans from a community they make them sit in front of uh, some government offices they do strike police come take them home arrest arrest them so there is you know there is no creative protest happening here and instead of this instead of this organization almost 250 organizations alone there in south india these people stand together they can do something which they will never understand first thing and now when it comes to government see government give help to ngos ngos they fund the money ngos give the artisan this has to change see as per me ngos should get only commission for the amount they disburse to the artisans ngos shouldn't get full amount in their account uh, they should give the beneficiary details to the government and government should directly transfer to them and on that uh, assume that if they have transferred say x amount in that some five percent should go to ngo as a commission for getting these people on board but it is not happening now the amount is directly going to ngos they are eating up money along with the administrative bodies and the artisan is not getting a single rupee so as i told you uh, the artisans in uh, that uh, after cyclone they have got 300 rupees so this is the way they are now getting funding you can't say that artisans are not getting funding there are very good schemes from government but schemes are always schemes it's not reaching people <laughs> yeah so yeah. they always look good a at a issue. distance at a distance no it is always look good at a distance and it's good for people who are doing that not for the beneficiaries the people who are uh, actually uh, handling the accounts they are only became the beneficiaries and they are eating up the money so this should change and this can be changed if artisans uh, stand together and because end of the day if customer purchase an artisan get their income they don't need a government support because their power is their art which is their, their, hand, their skill yeah their skill see if i have a skill i learn from that skill i should have confidence on my skill so our job is to give confidence to them to continue with their skills so that is the only way that you can empower them there is see uh, assume that if i give uh, 500 rupees to an artisan but say 50000 i have given to an artisan through a government body how after 5 months or 6 months how will they survive because actually we are teaching the artisan to beg take money and uh, sleep at home you should teach them how to uh, create a corpus out of his skills so which is not happening so we are trying to do the same through our project they should work through uh, in our setup with their skill earn money and keep earning that should be the way we we can't give artisan uh, 50 rupees 100 rupees this is like what they are beggars they are not beggars the, they have uh, some skill set which has to be respected so that awareness has to come to them it all comes down to how you sell the product right like i think that yeah yeah like oh, i can take a silly product and i can i can place it in the market at a, as a luxury brand like the entire branding like the logo how i make the ads how i sell it if i make it look like having the product is cool then a lot of people buy it right so uh, yeah. since like these people are not being able to place themselves like that in the market like they're not being paid uh, at that no uh, it it may work out with fashion products but it won't work with artisan products assume that i'll tell you an example assume that if i take a cool dress cool shirt some cool accessories okay it won't work out with the artisan product i'll tell you an example stool is an artisan product the stool look cool but there is no strength what you will do so you can there is no usage for it but you, you can sell this product as having this stool sell. having this stool is like cool like like yeah you may sell next time they won't buy 
because they know that if you take this <laughs> then you are over so artisan products quality should be there and uh, uh, quality will come from the real artisans uh, it's not only so people should understand that as you are you are correct you are 100% correct people may go with cool products in the initial phase but when quality is not there what you will do assume that you have taken a pen stand a pen stand won't even work for uh, um, say 15 days then you won't buy from that people again but people should really think whether the quality is there or not and if the price is reasonable or not these two things and this way we can uh, market handicraft products and believe it or not there is no dearth of sales for handicraft products handicraft products are sold like anything next to fashion products only thing the money has to go to the rightful hands that's the only thing we have to uh, do if you if you travel to a place you buy some art some form of art from that place as a memory of the travel right like, oh, yes. as a memory of the trip so i think that like the entire business model is very different like what do you think about mm. like the way how they sell the product like uh, i've never seen uh, anyone buy an artistic product randomly you know uh, let's say mall like for example like i'm just throwing in a random example but the chances mm. of people buying the same piece uh in like where it was manufactured if they have traveled there like it's higher right so like the the, the way the supply chain is like very very different yeah see um, this this is correct till the pandemic has stuck so now the pandemic is stuck covid is in place there are uh, social distancing there are so many restrictions shopping malls see many of the movies has come to ott platforms now and people are not there in uh, shopping malls now i think traveling habits of people will change i don't think so people regularly travel and this may be the order of the world for some time so this time um, somebody going to a place of manufacturing buying will be a distant possibility it's not possible nowadays so what we can do we can get the products to the room through an online platform by presenting that products so as you told um, many of the home decor items are not buying they are not buying only for souvenirs many of the see you are using a knife in the kitchen is a handicraft product this is made by a artisan the only things like we should buy from the right artisan that's it so many of the day to day activity products are also made by artisans apart from the uh, see now handicraft means people say that souvenirs something which is in the showcase all these things apart from there are so many things they make so all these things Functional have to come in art a, pieces exactly there are so many combination uh, products are there uh, which has to be uh, through online and uh, because of pandemic um, many of these things are online now most of the people are in online and online platforms uh, reliability has increased now people know how to check there is return policies there are damages are there they take it back there are so many things otherwise you can write a review in a public platform so companies uh, uh, really worry about that like you know that is good actually because quality has to be ensured so there are so many ways it's not only really about people going to a particular place and buying true, yeah true. and online platforms uh, uh, if i give directly from an artisan place there are so many places where they used to say that this is uh, this is patachitra painting otherwise this is chenpatna dolls this is uh, uh, pashmina shawl whereas this is not there is some other product which they are selling to you oh they just so, using the art name to sell fake products exactly fake products have increased uh, now if you ask me if the 
a real artisan directly start selling their products the prices will be lesser than chinese products so <laughs> seriously so that we don't have to worry about are chinese products are giving at a lesser price there is nothing like that artisan product itself is in a lesser price but because of middleman and this uh, policies and so many procedures you are getting at a higher price so this makes sense instead of uh, <laughs> buying a stool made by a chinese company i'll buy from indian artisan at least i can sit there for one year there is quality will be assured so this this will be the future so most all the artisans uh, we have to bring into online and their products and sell it in an online platform more than offline yeah and especially when it comes to creative services right it's very hard to put value to it like let's say i am designing a logo uh, hmm. uh how do i how do i price this do i price this based on like how many hours i spent on this or how many uh, do i just price it based on how good that is like because when it comes to i can i, I can take 8 hours and make a shitty logo and i can take just 1 hour and make an awesome logo like if i am uh, able to finish a logo in 1 hour that means that i am very experienced in that uh, in designing a logo and i have putting a lot of uh, work into getting better at that so it's like uh, i have recently realized this too like i would prefer in like people pay me uh like based on how many days i've spent on the particular design but then now i'm slightly changing that because i am getting at uh, i'm getting better at what i do and i am getting quicker at what i do so that means that mm. if if you're paying me that means that you're paying for the time i just saved you so like similarly mm. for the artists right like when they are putting so much time if you pay them on an hourly basis that means it's a physical labor like just like drawing parallels with like what i do and the story that you told about the artist so like the pricing becomes so uh, like a huge thing so how do you uh, price see, the actually, products uh, yeah to make it understand i have to tell some other example see what happens uh, many people make movies right they make movies many actors are how they are priced actors based on how many people how they watch yeah there is an impact there is something called impact Uh, so i'll come back to see there are so many people who make art films with so much uh, effort and where the content is good everything they they should have spent 15 hours extra than uh, but it's all on the impact okay so when it comes to the designing of logo which you told it's on impact but in artisan it's not only impact in artisan it's about the durability of the product also uh, as i i told you some examples like some of the products has to be durable if some product is durable for one year the price should be calculated based on the raw materials used and the time he spent and the impact of the design that is called x factor so that x factor will be decided by the artisan uh, see basically most of the thing now that x factor is decided by the corporate companies the artist will say, artisan will only calculate raw material how many hours he spent and uh, how much uh, thought process he has put on to it actually that price is less that is okay because an artisan make a single design that design he can sell 100 items he will get the value of his product but when it comes to making a logo and uh, when it comes to that impact should be there otherwise they won't pay you assume that uh, um, uh, like a logo of apple is less complicated 
it's a very complicated uh, sorry um, like very simple logo very there minimal. are companies who very minimal but companies uh, come with very complicated logo which logo has more value apple because they create an impact so um, similarly the artisan products once uh, some brand some big brands i don't want to tell here some big brands uh, logo we put on that artisan product the value automatically increase nobody will ask from where it has come so impact matters here and impact will come from customers only uh, recently too, like how they perceive a particular product yes. or a brand yes they will say that okay from uthan we are getting quality products once that uh, confidence come once a sale come the value increase that goes to the artisan so it works like that so our now the calculations x factor we are not calculating now because the, our first aim is to give a lesser price to uh, customers so that the artisan will earn more money mm. so uh, earlier when we had a call before, like prior to the podcast like you said you have mentored a lot of startups right like you've been there and you have took them to the process so uh, yeah from the functionality perspective like a startup and uh, this venture like a ngo that that you were doing they both function the same but their expectations are very different so is there any parallels that you draw from running a startup to running a ngo see um uh, the thing is like there are so many talented people in india there are many talented see youngsters half of my age has more talent than me it's not like you know i am a talented person or something i am nothing but people have so much talent but the thing is like assume that now i have a talent that i can make a good sculpture so i i will have a confidence i start my company who makes sculpture but in another 3 to 4 months my confidence reduces because company is not doing well or some issues are there um, after 6 uh, months uh, instead of sculpture i i will start selling uh, washing powder because i have to survive so where is entrepreneurship or uh, here because you started this and the investors has funded your company based on your skills not to sell washing powder right so this is happening to uh, most of the indian startups now they start with something and they will end up with something and second thing the startup companies which i have worked most of the people want a return within a period of 6 uh, months to 7 months they have their own family pressure their other things this is not at all possible okay because within one year the reaching break even is next to impossible in any startup and many of the people should have raised money from vcs saying that my company valuation and vcs will give a valuation for the company say 50 cr 100 cr which is practically not possible but to get that sum they agree for this compromise their own uh, skills and qualities so there lies the difference between a startup uh, you know uh, which is evolving to a established company you check any of the established companies they have gone through their ups and downs they have gone through all type of problems but their basic uh, things which they were doing have never changed that is the same they will never change they are not changed a sculpture company to washing powder selling company it was a sculpture company it will be a sculpture company the brand is all about uh, staying in the market for longer time in a visible manner you stay for say 5 years 10 years people will identify you after that which most of the startups are fail to understand so when uthan started in 2012 we started as a startup but we evolved we evolved not by compromising our policies our when we comes to ngo to 
an ngo to develop to the next level of uh, uh, established company yeah, without compromising your policies our first policy was to give maximum profit to the artisan we never compromise till now second policy was to give a lesser price to the customer we, we never compromised rest other things we have uh, evolved and we learned from our mistakes and then absolutely so absolutely that that is a way a startup should uh, work i so totally agree with like what you are saying because uh, i think that uh, even though you you are a sculpture company but like you want to change the prop like you want to make a pivot it is good like you'll have to make the pivot uh, considering like where you start but you shouldn't change the problem that you're trying to solve like what is happening right now with a lot of uh, startups that i see or with a lot of entrepreneurs that i see is they change they're chasing the money right like wherever the money is they want to make that like when you want let, let's say you are creating an app or let's say you're creating a product you're creating that to solve a specific problem right so if your product or an app is not solving that problem that means you have to take pivot you have to upgrade the the product to solve the problem better so like now what happens is mm-hmm. since uh, the level of patience is reduced like we spoke on the call like there are two things one thing is people want everything quickly and the second thing is people want money like they 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 they're not worried about creating value or solving a problem they want they want to make like quick buck yeah see 50 over match has reduced to 2020 now i don't know <laughs> when it will become 10 10 10 over match <laughs> instagram youtube videos have changed to youtube shorts instagram reels so that is a that is a pace which the world is going so we have to uh, we have to survive here yeah you have to adapt adapt but uh, there are some things which we can't change uh, whatever may be the adaptation like the usability of something now assume that if you are i am using a mobile you are using a um, another mobile to talk to me the basic process which has to be followed to make a mobile has to be the same uh, the basic time turnaround time to create this product has to be the same you can't make it in a short way it's not possible so nowadays the world is so fast uh, but yeah i really feel that content is less content is less and uh, um, overall presentation is more now yeah overall plus the problem is uh, uh, all the social media it's catering to what people want like it's like so basically it is being oh uh, uh like i'm i'm trying to find the right word because it's like uh, you're not giving content you're not showing what people need to see you're you're showing them what they want to see so the more they're evolving like the algorithms are like super intact like they're, they're so good that like they know you better than you know yourself so yeah, can yeah, that is correct but thing is like uh... nowadays we have more apps which is uh, increasing your comfort there are no discoveries in last 5 years there is no considered discoveries yeah covid vaccine is a different thing but uh, i you say somebody has discovered oh yeah yeah the number of Otherwise, patents that is being published is also reduced like comparatively they are basically for service see we have so many apps some app to buy vegetable but uh, we don't have a discovery where we can enhance agriculture production we have an app where we can uh, i can sit and order my you know uh, my services like till haircut to 
beauty treatment anything but there are no discoveries as such where uh, which can enhance your beauty so the problem is discoveries are less but apps where service uh, you know apps which is giving priorities to push services have increased nothing else we don't have critical problems right like uh, i know we do have uh, like we i have. take that like half of the statement back like but uh, like what i mean is that uh, like our generation like we are not fighting for survival right like our our grandparents their whole priority was shelter and food and then like our parents like since grandparents covered like shelter and food like they didn't have to worry about shelter and food so then they they try to stretch their legs a little bit like try to provide a little bit more luxury to their kids like uh, maybe a birthday party or like maybe a travel plan like once a year probably to like anywhere but like our generation we don't have like a basic problem right like we have food we have shelter and we are at a very luxurious position where uh randomly there isn't a famine where a lot of people will die like randomly there isn't a wolf attack or something like we are we are, we are very the way, the way it goes i think many will die <laughs> because uh, basic things like uh, uh there are many factors like air pollution there are things like uh, biodegradable waste and there are things like uh, bad governance and there are where participation are required otherwise it, this will become a major problem in the future so the critical problem is these are all are the critical problem now it comes to uh, covid uh, situation or pandemic situation uh, you have seen like how many people have survived see we are all uh, lucky that we are all at home we have a shelter we have food to eat there are so many people i have gone to many places where we went to distribute the help they don't have food to eat and uh, they don't have uh, a shelter on their uh, head there are so many issues are there which has to be sorted out because we need that set of people for your survival you need a farmer otherwise you can't eat you need a sculpture otherwise you can't create products and keep it in your home you you need everyone for this is all interdependent so there are critical problems but uh, uh the priorities people don't know which is the priorities uh, so that is the basic difference which is happening now yeah and like i don't want to like categorize entirely because like there is always like the odd or like there is always like the other side to it so there are few people who who are trying to solve the problem like that's when there is a lot of progress happening like uh, recently i uh, was working for an incubation center where there were a lot of student startups and i was designing a lot of like uh, their mobile apps and like i i was designing the user experiences for them so there uh, i like i have an entrepreneurial curiosity in me like i like like the business and how it functions so while i was designing i was actually second guessing myself like is this like actually a startup like what are, what is the problem that these people are trying to solve like this problem mm-hmm. is not even an actual problem like i am not sure if uh, like people are going to show demand like there is other startups where they were like next generation like uh, algorithms like ai algorithms which are solving a lot of problems so it's like since like the, the startup it's it's been a culture like everybody wants to like have a startup like it's it's like learning guitar like so like few years back like learning guitar was cool so everybody's like oh i'm going to learn a guitar like now startups are cool so everybody wants to have one see learning learning guitar without knowing the music will be having problem so similarly assume that you are going to learn guitar even i want to learn guitar but i don't know music right 
how will i go and uh, learn because you have, I to have, have the basic. sense of music <laughs> same thing is with the startups i want to run a startup but i don't have the experience so first what you have to do go join a company work there have some experience 5 6 years then come for startup so that somebody's money will be saved because you you now you won't be knowing the value of someone else's money otherwise your money or first you you create some savings you make some money you start a startup then you will have the pain you will understand because you already work with some companies it's yeah. not uh, it's not like this is like uh, movies like people are seeing okay uh, many commando movies they see like okay it's very cool but actually in the army their uh, the hard work is totally different ground reality is different they have to go through so many process similarly you have to work in many uh, corporate setup understand how it works understand how an employee module works understand how the troubleshooting happens in a corporate world then start a company it makes sense so otherwise as you told uh, this will be like uh, learning guitar without knowing music if you'd have told me the same thing like 2 years back i would have completely disagreed with you like absolutely disagree like if you had asked me to like wait for like 4 5 years like take like corporate experience and then do it i would have completely like denied it now i i like 90% i accept like whatever you said because like few years back me and my friend like we also had an idea we want to uh, we wanted to start up so we also like borrowed our money from uh, one of our friends uh, mm-hmm. like who was older to us so we took that as an investment and then like that failed like we didn't even have the product ready like initially only like we stopped after like couple of uh, uh, like couple of trials in the initial phases now after like in these two years there is like we like me when i worked in like different startups like me when i interned in different places i realized there is so much i don't know like in order to solve a problem let's say if i want to get my app developed by developers initially there there would be like software solutions or all like like there, there is established places where you go to right but now there are different means to get the job done with lesser money so i didn't have the experience back then so now i like agree with what you say like experience yeah. <laughs> in like learning new things like you need to know how things work like you said i like i completely agree with that yeah sim this is the same case with uh, failures also because once you have the experience you will know how to take a failure to your advantage so most of the startup in one failure itself because um see you can't create something by uh, keeping everyone happy somebody will be happy someone will be uh, angry someone will be sad with you but end of the day what you deliver is important so that time all the things will fall in uh, in place so as you told now you have raised investment from someone and you started a company where you are not able to deliver the product properly Uh, so when when you're an experienced person you know how to deliver it once because failure is a part of entrepreneurship you will fail um, i have started almost around 17 business i failed around uh, currently we have eight business remaining are failures but that has uh, allowed me to understand like how we can fail so and how how i can reduce the impact of failure very much important because you can't go head on so because you will be risking so many people so these are all things you will learn over a period of time with your experience so i don't think so somebody should suddenly jump into a startup as soon as you uh, see an opportunity yeah i mean like 
you can start whenever you want let's say you're 9 years old or 10 years old you can start but when you're taking someone else's money you need to be in a better place to utilize that money so you can invest like 200 rupees or like you you buy, like even if you're starting out small and then if you're slowly growing then you learn along with your like with the uh, with how things progress and uh, when it comes to like failures right so you need to be in a better place to understand when to give up and and when to pursue it there is so much like stupid ideas everywhere that everybody thinks that it's going to be a billion dollar idea like there is so people have idea which is 90% similar to instagram and then there's 10% different and they still want to pursue it so like understanding if this idea is going to work or not is i think that that's one of the major problem like people don't want to hear that like people don't want to hear someone saying this idea sucks yes yeah, the same same ideas can fetch you good money based on the opportunity i'll tell an example assume that now uh, whatsapp has come with new terms and conditions that time there was one more app called signal has launched so it is a similar app but people feel that signal is not taking their all data so that they are more protected over there that is a way it's a similar idea but thing is like uh, the timing timing of the app that is very important so similarly with uh, the uh, covid time uthan app was ready uthan our web, web platform was ready so when the, we were not knowing a pandemic is coming so as soon as the pandemic hits everybody started joining it because uh, the thing was ready it's all it's all on timing also it's uh, it's all on your timing and how uh, from the earlier company mistakes now you take an example of orkut orkut was used by so many people but it has been uh, closed down literally and people have shifted to facebook and then now Because instagram instagram all are same platform right so social media so what is the difference between orkut and fb there is no difference the basic thing is same but the timing and the things they offered was different that's yeah. the reason that uh, idea has uh, so you can't say that uh, all the ideas are not good but timing and the strategy also is important it's basically like the definition of Uh, luck right like when preparation meets opportunity so you guys were preparing for an op like a online platform but then an opportunity hit and you guys took the advantage of the opportunity same like work from home apps now we are talking to a zoom app anyone was knowing about zoom app in 2017 nobody was knowing so as soon as the pandemic hits everybody start to uh, shift to virtual platforms because that is a way they can control their employees and their business right so these are all on timings yeah it's uh, so recently i had uh, one of my friend on the podcast uh, uh so we both are like two like 21 year olds and we are giving like financial advice like we so we were talking about like finance and like the the whole part of like making money so <laughs> it's like uh, so by the end of it the only point that we kept repeating was this is what i feel looking at like a lot of products even like uthan when i see what you do it's all about creating value right like what value are you yeah. creating like are you let's say you're let's say you're investing money are you investing into something that is bringing in value or not like it all yeah. comes down to like that one simple question so whatever you told so far it it, it again reestablishes that point of creating value the value is based on what you think see for some people value is money some people value is brand some people value is creating a impact in the society 
some people the value is their own social status has to be updated so value is defined by people based on their mindsets for us we want we are here to create some difference uh, it's uh, it's um, money is there but money is only for running the show uthan i am talking about uthan i am not talking about our group companies group companies our main value addition is money otherwise we can't survive so uh, when it comes to uthan the value is creating an impact creating a social initiative which will create the life, uh, change the life of people that is a value addition we are looking to uthan hmm yeah it makes sense what do you say yeah. like to the perspective about creating value right like value could be like it's very subjective i haven't really thought about that in that way like until you put it out this so thank you for saying that like now i have to uh, rethink uh, <laughs> what i said so <laughs> no yeah. i think for each age people have different type of values they put forward for what you do hmm. so we can't blame people for that at one age it is money some age it is career some age it's impact then after some age it will be like creating a name so there are so many things differs yeah that i think the, defining a sane definition like having a sane definition of what value is is also important exactly so you are a managing director and the chairperson of a parent company which has eight companies eight children companies so like how are you managing it like you are like the like the modern day elon musk like you are like that like an indian version of yeah, no compare <laughs> with those people they are more talented than us no actually uh, thing is like uh, we believe in uh, business sharing so assume that uh, what i do means how we run the show means assume that a person have particular skill set he will be a partner with me to run the show we give the back support he run the show and for us and we all share the money which comes out of that so the entire companies are working on business sharing module assume that if you are good at say manufacturing pipes i will start a company with you where i will have a particular uh, share you will have a particular share you will run the show i will give you all the backup and uh, i will nurture you as a person in my company so in that way we are able to see it's not possible for me to handle all the companies not possible so we should give to people who are passionate to run that so that is the way we are actually running this uh, group see end of the day um, i told you uh, the my creative value which i am thinking is an impact so um, it's not only about money so so you provide like financial advice and assistance to the partner like you don't do the physical work but you provide the intellectual assistance right if i'm plus, getting it plus right plus our brand also no because once he comes under our brand golden era um that benefit also he will have right so there are so many uh, things uh, because assume that a person comes he already have a company which has already 5 to 6 years running so he will be a part of the group he can run the show much better than a startup so like that we have created all the business so i believe in business sharing it's not only about profiteering so we should when you share a business you also share the stress you also share the liability and you also <laughs> share the profit right like the way how you're saying uh, it uh, i uh, like people might underestimate the stress and the lot of uh, thing that you have to endure in order to like share a business yeah, it's not yeah, See, as easy as it be, said <laughs> no there will be many things it will stress will be there but yeah there will be 10 stress 
once you join with us it will become five stress five number of stress remaining five we have already taken care right so you can forget about that and concentrate on other five uh, stress see once you got into get into business what i see is we have thousand problems so in a day a person can't sort out thousand problems so we will prioritize the problem take out that five to ten problem sort out that forget the other problems nothing can be done then you go to the next this is the only way we can uh, survive there is no other way you can't think about thousand problems and waste your time hmm so uh, like earlier we spoke about like uh, like a teenage entrepreneurs or like upcoming startup founders so what advice would you give like considering the experience you have and all the things that you have accomplished like what advice would you give see um, what i say the youngsters is like always believe on your ability and uh, second thing don't run behind money you keep on improving your ability the money will come behind you and uh, third thing is like if you don't have passion don't get into entrepreneurship if you have passion only you got get into entrepreneurship this has got its own uh, advantages disadvantages you should be able to accept both so always back your skills that is the only way that is the only advice i can give forget about uh, other things because without skill other things are immaterial you have some skills public speaking skills uh, you go as a motivational speaker otherwise you have some you have to use your skills in a proper way that is the only thing i can tell them uh, remaining vc somebody is giving funding otherwise somebody is not giving funding you have been thrown out of your office otherwise you shut down the office skill will be with you always you have a laptop or you have a mobile now the world is in such a way with a single mobile you can do a run an entire business from your home also so always believe yourself that is the only thing i can tell them and there are so many things to be accomplished i am not a fully accomplished person so yeah. so many things so, to be done a, a person um, <laughs> who is a managing director of a parent company which has eight children companies says he hasn't accomplished much in life and uh, this says a lot to all the people who was like who, <laughs> who are still in no. the ideating phase so it's like i mean like what i'm trying to say is it's uh it's the perspective right like there is always room to grow like especially when it comes to business like trends keep changing the markets keep changing like the market like post covid there's so many things that like mindset keeps changing so if you think that you know it that means that you don't grow so i think that that's probably the reason you have accomplished like what you have accomplished once you really got into the uh, detailing of things then you will understand that as you told when two years before i should have take i should have gone against your argument that okay so because after two years you learn something now after getting into all these things i understood there are so many things to be done and whatever we have done is only 10% that's what i told <laughs> that there are so many things to be accomplished yeah yes i uh, i had a lot of fun like talking to you thank you so much for making time and doing this actually uh, i should uh, i never expected questions in this caliber when i started the conversation actually but uh, it is really i think you have a very entrepreneurship uh, mindset and uh, it was i really enjoyed it because i felt this basically like uh, you know something different it's not it's not a chit chat it's something productive uh, and even i enjoyed it thanks thank you so much for this yeah thank you for saying that so if people have to connect to you uh, so where do they find you 
they can find me in uh, uh, facebook my name is limon ravi l w e m o n r a v i otherwise you can send me a mail actually limon l w e m o n dot r at gmail dot com you can mail me otherwise you can connect me through social media platforms yeah um, it's not like i may not immediately respond but i will definitely respond i will leave links to all those in the description i will also leave the link of of uthan people can check yeah. the work that you've done people can also check the products hopefully buy them and uh, yes thank you so much for doing this this podcast is now recorded on video as well as audio if you want to see my beautiful face you can come to youtube if you want to hear my beautiful voice you can check it out on spotify geo savan and gun Asankarshan Joshi trip